Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. Hello. How's it going? Uh, It's going well. You ready Mm -hmm. to talk about biomass, pink slime? I'm so ready. I have have lots of thoughts about the pink slime. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Less about the game, but no, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, so uh, for the for our game today, we played a game by the name of Biomass by BrainOS or Brainos, aka Jacob Pavone, uh, and uh, featuring music by Designator. Uh, this is a a game jam game made in like seventy two hours. Seventy two, uh, yeah. And it is a specifically 2D- the Cult of Jabril's Stay at Home Jam which uh, Jabril's is a YouTuber. This is mm. their YouTube community's game jam. I assume the stay at home is like, hey, we're all on lockdown. What better sure. time to make video games? Yeah, than right now. Um, anyway, so the game that uh, this creator has decided to make is a uh, 2D shooter platformer game. It's, uh, it's a, I think there's an emphasis on sort of uh, the uh, atmosphere and environment and design. I think it's a really, it's got a cool look and uh, a, a oh, yeah. good vibe. Yeah, um, kind of. And then, I would say visually is the part that it's kind of most astonishing. This was made in seventy two hours. Yeah, for uh, sure. It's, it's kind of mind blowing. Uh, and yeah. I was actually, actually reading through the itch comments, and so they made all the game in a uh, Game Maker Studio, and then all the art in Microsoft Paint. So, wow. wow. <laughs> Wow, that is some uh, the the Microsoft Paint is the truly impressive part. That's uh, a yeah. some next level shit. Yeah, and um, especially the the final boss art. Yeah, I'm kind of astonished they made that in. Uh, yeah, in Microsoft I think Paint, I think so. all, all the there. art all the art has a really nice uh, has a really nice look to it, and it has a, a very good uh, contrast. Kind of like the player character and yeah, all the enemy totally. characters are like this sort of like pinkish red hues. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of playing into the biomass theme. And then the background is kind of this cold blue gray. Uh, you're supposed yeah. to be in a space station. So yeah, the, it works, the pinkish, uh, it's very really like, well. fleshy looking. It um, is incredibly fleshy. This game's got, it's very fleshy looking. There's some there's some body horror going on. Yes, for sure. 100%. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's worth summarizing just the like brief, like, you know, yeah. it's not really a plot driven game, but the the sort of mm-hmm. world and premise is uh, that you you wake up on a lab in some spaceship. You don't wake up. You are cloned. Well, you wake up you as are a clone. Generated. Um, but yes, you don't that's really true. wake up. You're just sort of you appear out. into uh, existence. You come um, to exist. Yes. Uh, and um, and there's some sort of like strange fleshy growth that's like infected this lab, and there's like creepy monsters and like zombie like people waltzing around. Uh, and you have to make your way, kill them uh, to tra- traverse the level and then make your escape. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the so the game jam premise of this game is here. The quote is the more you use an action, the worse it will perform. So mm-hmm. the, the way that uh, uh, Brainos uh, interpreted that uh, in this game is that uh, your your armor um, and your gun will uh they will like deteriorate yeah they'll deteriorate and the lower their their rating goes the worse they get so the the gun will have fewer shots before it can reload and your armor will be able to absorb fewer hits before you die Mm -hmm. um 
uh, and then and then you have a limited like pool of uh, like I don't know cloning mass. Oh yeah, that's like, you true. Have some li- limited number of respawns, and then uh, throughout the world there are a few um, cl- like it seems like they're randomly generated. Not totally sure, but there's some uh, drops you can get that uh, sure. improve the the weapon armor and bi- biomass is what you're cloning energy yeah. supply is called uh, yeah you can get back uh percentage for your weapon your yeah. armor and also the the biomass generator thing so yeah basically uh as you're playing you're playing this sort of 2d platformer sort of like Mega Man, maybe ish mm-hmm. uh there's no there's no angled shooting you can't shoot up or down it's just you can shoot yes. whatever direction you're facing in a straight line mm-hmm. and you hop is that around. a thing in Mega Man? I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, at Mega Man in the in the early Mega the Man games, you, Mega you can't yeah. aim at all. Yeah, that was actually probably a thing in a lot of '90s games. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. Early '90s, late '80s, yeah. kind of into the SNES era, they started to get a little bit more. You can aim it. Yeah. I mean, stuff, in uh, so like um, visually less so mechanically, but visually this reminds me of a kind of a Metroid game. Um, yeah, for par- sure. Partially because the the most recent true Metroidvania I played was um Axiom Verge. Did you oh, ever play that yeah. game? Yeah, I didn't th- play that, but I'm aware of it. And yeah, yeah. This really reminds me of it in both mood and visual style. Mm. Uh, this kind of like, you know, like giant heads flying around trying to kill you and like this sure. ab- abandoned techno sci-fi uh, place. Yeah, um, I mean, that's all that's all very Metroid. Yeah, Metroid totally. is kind of like the the weird, dark Nintendo <laughs> franchise where it's yeah. like. Hey, we made Alien, but uh, a 2D video but, game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're totally. always kind of dark and creepy, and uh, this game does capture that uh, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, um, but the just the other part of that thought I just had was it's not. I wouldn't really describe it as a Metroidvania uh, mechanically because no. it's not really no. the main thing I think of for Metroidvanias is you know the, the areas being and, behind like ability locks. Sure, like yeah. you need you need to get the roll or the double jump or whatever to advance. And that's not really a thing here. Um, yeah, I I can't imagine pretty hard to do in 72 hours. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. uh. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I guess the sort of the main, uh, intrigue for this game for me are sort of the mechanics we talked about earlier that came from the game jam prompt of, uh, your equipment deteriorating as time goes on. And then also, um, because of the sort of premise that you're being cloned or generated at the start of uh, e- each life is that you're being cloned out of this uh, biomass generator. And kind of mm-hmm. the uh, the implication is that uh, all of these other, uh, the monsters that you're fighting were sort of failed experiments and you're a part yeah, of the sort of yeah. final experiment. It's like, ah, this one's almost perfect, but it's too late because the My biomass is creation. taking over the ship. Yeah. Uh, and so you find these computers throughout the game and uh, can read the lore and story. But anyway, uh, you 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 start the game with no armor. It's just a little naked person running around. Yeah, no ability then, to deal damage of any kind. No, no. And then you you uh, very pretty quickly find a little suit of armor that has the the gun attached to it. And when you die, the armor stays where mm-hmm. you died or close to where you died. And then when you're respawned, you have to do a little corpse run basically to get yeah. back to where you were. Yeah. Dark, and dark souls, an, but for your gear. <laughs> yeah. But there's an interesting sort of layer to that, which is that, uh, if you, uh, kill all the enemies in a room, then, the, uh, then that room is cleared and the enemies won't yeah. respawn when you die. 
Whereas if you leave even one enemy alive, then when you respawn, the enemies will all still be there. The entire room, yeah. Uh, Which does have a little bit of a a sort of like a theme bit to it, just that it's supposed to be about like this like fleshy mass, like slowly consuming the ship. So the fact uh that it's like, unless you, you know, pull it out from the room, it's going to come, it's going to come back. Um, yeah and and i actually think it had a sort of uh it added a tactical consideration which is that the first time i was playing this game i pretty quickly got to the point i didn't really realize what was happening i didn't i hadn't read the description of the game before i almost wish some of this stuff was uh in the game but given that it was made in such a short time i uh can't be too mad about it but uh, i didn't realize that uh using my equipment uh, was what was uh making it uh deteriorate so quickly and so i just ended up i got to that first sort of mini boss that like floating eyeball brain thing yep and just had like one health pip and one bullet and it was just like this sucks so i restarted the game and then in going back through i actually found myself uh just walking past a lot of the early enemies because it's like they're trivial to get past and Mm -hmm. i was wanting to preserve all of my health and ammo for later in the game yeah uh so i thought that was actually kind of an interesting uh mechanic to have uh on uh in addition to the um you know your equipment deteriorates uh because it it kind of gives them a nice pair of like well clearing these out will make it easier for when i'm coming through here with no armor if i have to get here with no armor but once i have my armor it'll be more effective and last longer if i just run past these guys so i ended up kind of like rooms where i could uh pretty easily get past all the enemies without taking a hit i would um I would just run through and then rooms where there were a bunch mm-hmm. of enemies and it was going to be a problem. I would uh, clear them out so that when I came yeah. back, it wouldn't be a, an issue. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. There is a, it sort of like turns um, the, you know, banal aspects of uh, like platform shooters into something you have to like actually think about like, Ooh, there's a, there's a cost to, uh, sure. shooting to using stuff yeah to u- using things has a cost there's no everything is is resource bound there's no like uh, mm-hmm. infinite use um and something about that um made it actually uh that plus the the sort of like respawn and corpse walk bit made it uh almost feel a little bit roguelike to me yeah e- even though it's not really you know it's not permadeath sure. it's not uh it's not randomly generated um mm-hmm. Which I thought was was interesting, like the the sort of like, um, you know, being being really worried about like your your resources and like traversing sure. this this space. Uh, it, it made me um, it, it made me think that like in a in an ideal world where there was more than seventy two hours, uh, uh-huh. th- there's a version of this game that would be like a Metroidvania roguelike or something like that. Like, sure, which is a genre that seems like it would be hard to do because yeah. like metroidvanias have you know very carefully placed uh mm-hmm. level design because it's supposed to be like you can't go here until you've gone here but if mm-hmm. you could find a way to creatively and reliably like procedurally generate the place where the like ability locked doors would be sure that'd be super cool yeah i actually i got the a sort of a similar vibe of like a little bit of a roguelike it it, it felt like it could easily become uh, a game where you're trying to do a bunch of runs where uh like yeah. i was describing earlier you're sort of conserving your ammo and your health yep. early on because you're trying to get further and further and the better you get at the game yeah you exactly know, the, which which i think is actually 
uh, brings me to a, a point that was probably my favorite thing about this game was that it's sort of I got the I got the feeling of the inversion of the sort of like RPG mechanics that have infested every single triple A game and many, many indie games in the last like 10 years, which is that every single game has a progression system where you're getting stronger and stronger throughout the game. (laughs) Uh, And it was actually kind of interesting to see a game that uh, I guess we haven't talked about it uh, thus far, but this game is really hard and neither of us finished it. It's super Uh, hard. And we were were relieved to see that based on the, the itch comments sounds like many people did not finish it. Yeah. Uh, And and even the creator admits that it's like he describes it as a like brutally difficult game. So but uh, but even yeah. given that neither of us finished it, I still I actually uh, really liked the fact that as you like getting better at the game uh, wasn't like, oh, I'm getting more powerful in the game. It's like, oh, no, I'm getting better at uh, using my uh, my abilities and my uh, yeah uh, mm-hmm. very, very carefully, very tactically to. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, uh, the next time I regenerate, I can make it a little further. Yes. Um, and yeah, given and more time the, to play the yeah, game, that's, I think that that's the thing that feels roguelike to me. Where even though you are technically like respawning in the same game world when you die, it it really yeah. feels like it's primarily about like learning the game system rather than like accumulating sure. in-game power. Yeah. yeah, which actually I feel like you could apply this to a larger game and i think it could be really really interesting like i was kind of this game also gave me sort of like a dead spacey vibe and just like here's some grotesque yeah, sure, sure. monsters coming at you in a space station um and i kind of like was considering uh what it would be like to play a dead space game where rather than getting a bunch of new weapons and, and equipment as you get deeper and deeper into the ship, you get deeper, and deeper into the ship and your stuff just gets shittier and shittier. Yeah. And so like <laughs> the enemies are getting harder while your stuff is getting shittier. <laughs> and it actually seems like it could be a real, really good for sort of like a, a survival horror type game. Yeah, totally. To where, really... where the primary drama of the game is not winning. It's surviving because yeah. the, that, that mechanic lends itself really well to a kind of like, uh, yeah, a feeling of like, like just by. hanging on by a thread. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Which um, we, we should talk about. Uh, neither of us actually got to this point in our own playthroughs. I think we both experienced this in a, uh, a video playthrough that we watched, but you can uh, get a, there's a second suit uh, that has I, I did get more the second health. Suit. Oh, you got to there. I didn't, Yeah, I got that. to the second suit and then I, shortly thereafter I, I was, I got, I, was I got bested. right to the second suit or I got like right before it and died and gave up. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I, cause I didn't know there was a second suit in there until I watched the video and I was like, Oh, oh um, yeah. but, uh, the second suit g- uh, gives you more health and more ammo. First of all, it resets the health and ammo and it gives you more of each. Um, and so I, I also felt like that could be an, a nice part of a, a yeah. curve of like, you know, dead space, but your shit gets worse is like, you have that moment where, Oh, I do get a better suit or I'm able to make mm-hmm. some repairs to my suit and return it back to where it was at the beginning of the game, which now that I'm better at the game, having the suit be better is like, oh, my God, I feel overpowered. You know, it's yeah. it's just a, it's a very different uh, way of uh, still uh, eliciting feelings of uh, of like I've become better and I can triumph over these things or I can survive, which I thought was really cool. It was something that I, I don't know. I, I've. I've lamented that it's annoying that every single game has RPG mechanics because it doesn't actually work for uh, all those games. But I didn't, I didn't really have like an alternative 
of like how do you make the player feel progression or how how can you mix it up in a way that's engaging and this yeah. uh, prov- provides a, a pretty uh, a pretty good uh uh proof of concept to be like yeah i i totally agree with you about rpg manic mechanics though because at a certain you know they're they're almost just like they're one step away from being the lowest possible denominator of like oh, game absolutely. mechanic. Like the one step lower is just points in general. And then yeah, it's like the numbers go up w- one level of complexity higher than the numbers go up is there's different classes of numbers and they all yeah. go up. <laughs> yeah. The uh, numbers but, go up and I get different ways to make the numbers go up. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I am. Um, but yeah, it's totally, it's totally counterintuitive to like, like game logic to, to be be rewarded for winning with um <laughs> with like reduced power. I I do think the and maybe this is why the, that game would have to have some sort of survival theme, but uh-huh. the there is something tricky about um incentivizing the player not to play the game in a way. Like sure. like it is like like it is tricky to like make it so so the mechanics of the game itself you, you know you're afraid to use and make that mm. feel uh feel fun um, but i think that the that survival is the way to do that because you know in survival yeah. games when you have a limited amount of ammo it doesn't you don't think of it yeah. as like oh man i'm being blocked from using the ammo it's like oh every shot well, is precious i want to well, save that's it actually for- that's actually what i was going to draw the comparison to is that uh uh, a lot of uh, survival horror games, the survival element is really just resource management of your totally, ammo and health yeah. items. Mm-hmm. And so having, having that be, you know, I guess it's just a, uh, you know, having your actual gear deteriorate uh, rather than just, I don't have health kits. I, I feel right, like right. can add sort of uh, an oppressive feeling to just like, Oh, things really aren't getting better. I got I got holes in my spacesuit and my gun can't shoot too good anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's also and I, a reason why I think a sort of roguelike way would would work really well where it's like oh, run based because mm-hmm. then it's like it's like I'm trying to get as far as possible with this. There's a sort mm-hmm. of like that because that has a sort of nice built in uh, acknowledgement of the fact that you will eventually run out and lose. Sure. Um, so but so the challenge doesn't become you know beating the game because then it can mm-hmm. get frustrating when you like you know eventually you have bad enough resources that you're just like screwed and you can never sure never sure. progress but in in a sort of game that has like a permadeath mechanic then it's just like okay n- next run um yeah 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 i i do definitely feel like that that could work of like ah next run i'm it's it's definitely like it, it just extends the the ethos of the of a run based game of like uh, every run. I want to make it a little bit farther, but rather than yeah, totally every every run, I want to kill more enemies and get a leather level deeper. It's like every run I want to stretch my the resources I have out to a point where I can make it somewhere more interesting or see uh-huh. something new. Yeah, totally. Um, OK, Um. So one other thing I wanted to ask you if this happened to you. Uh, so the, we already talked about the fact that uh, enemies in this game insta respawn if you change, if you die. They also insta mm-hmm. respawn if you change rooms and go back oh, to the Oh, really? Um, mm. Oh, so I guess this didn't happen to you. There were a few moments. Uh, so that, that really tall room with all the eyes in it. Uh, I yeah. was kind of like standing by the wall in order to like shoot the eyes that were in my way. So, cause you know, they shoot really sure. fast. So you kind of have to, Oh, wait and you walked back through the door and, and I walked back through the door again. and it respawned everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
I was like, yeah, that is brutal. I mean, that's, that's like a that's like a classic game convention of just like yeah. anytime you're on this screen, we spawn these enemies. Listen, we don't have that much RAM. We can't be <laughs> deciding when and when not to yeah, spawn enemies. You know, in this case, I think the limiting factor was uh, design time. But <laughs> well, I mean, I I think it was an intentional thing of like you leave the room, we respawn the enemies. That's how yeah, we I do guess it. That could be. Um, yeah, I think the, given the, the retro, the only problem aesthetic. I had was that the the is very sensitive to room changes. Like I was not intending to leave the room. It was yeah. Like, you didn't. You barely had to tap the the edge of the screen. Yeah, that's just how it works. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I've been playing uh, Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. I've been playing oh, through sure. that. Uh, yeah, and dude. if you like you can walk to the right, an enemy will spawn just off the right of the screen and start coming at you. If you run too far to the left. Kill, kill the enemy and then run back to the right it'll just spawn again so it's just uh, one of the one of those things about uh classic games it's just a uh, reality man <laughs> get used to it no never the yeah. we, we've left the 90s yeah the, some of those games listen donkey kong country still really fun okay <laughs> no that's a great still game really fun i have some serious I, memories for that game i never played it as a kid and then i got one of those snes classics as an adult and I always kind of assumed because Donkey Kong Country, I feel like the the visuals have aged pretty poorly because of the like weird yeah, rendered the visuals CG. Are but as, it's like they're weird. I, what, they're weird. I don't know and, if you can give an account of how they're weird, but they look like a 3D uh, animation that's been like well ran, rendered in two dimensions. Or I don't well, know. That's literally it. that's literally that what, what it they is? are. Okay. Yeah, they're they're 3D rendered like a Pixar movie, but obviously yes, exactly. they couldn't rent they couldn't render that in real time. So then they they developed a system to uh, turn those into sprites, yeah, uh, yeah. programmatically, and then they uh, they manually uh, adjusted those sprites that came out of the other side of that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, all this to say that I always assumed that game uh, didn't play that well because I was just like, oh, this game was just like a technical showpiece, and it sucks to play. That game is fun as hell. No, it plays <laughs> so well, dude. It plays really. I was I was surprised. Like coming to it in like 2018 or whatever. The first time I played it, I was expecting it to not feel. I I just didn't. I just never expected that it was a game that was actually fun to play. And then playing, it, I was like, wow, this game rules. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, the the like bounce the the jumping feels really good. Yeah, uh, like bouncing on t- like chain bouncing. Yeah, uh, you is, got that. You got that too. sweet uh little uh like somersault thing. It's good yes, time. and then when you get like shot in the barrel like a cannon. Oh that's, sure, that's always fun times. I I hate anyway. the level where the swim. Have you gotten to that one yet? Oh, there's a lot of swimming levels. Well, We're almost think, at the end. Is there only one? I thought there was only one that was like completely underwater. Maybe no, there's no. There are there are a bunch. Okay, I hate all of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's been your uh, Donkey Kong Country Minute here on Edge uh, Guard Cast. Yes, no. it's, it's a new part of the podcast. We're going to have one minute discussion of Donkey Kong Country in every episode. Uh, we're going to start uh-huh. with a little drum. Uh, before. I'm sure. I'm sure nothing will. Uh, will. I'm sure it won't get played out at all. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Donkey Kong Country for a minute. Every yes. Episode. Every game we play, we're going to find some similarity that it has to Donkey Kong <laughs> to Country Donkey and Kong analyze Country. analyze the, the overlap. Yeah, this is the most valuable axiom by which to judge video <laughs> to games. Measure the value is, of a game. Uh, I what, give this what? game six bananas. Six bananas <laughs> out of ten. Six bananas out of ninety nine. Wow, that's pretty low. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, back to biomass. Yes, back um, to biomass. Should we? Mm, where should we go from here? I'm still, my brain's still on Donkey Kong Country. Okay, sorry. Uh, so uh, we, we only briefly mentioned the art, but I want to talk about the art again. Okay. Um, 
I I just am so it looks great. I love the uh-huh. the color that uh, he picked for the like the the fleshy color. I think yeah. is totally great. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it it uh, like you said the contrast against the like metallic uh, like robotic looking background is really good. And something about mm-hmm. the the animation too of the um, the the like pulsating. And like yeah. um, undulating, undulating, like looks really like gross and Cronenbergian in a great way. And then, yeah. and then I also like that there's a, a bit of a mechanical element with the, um, the like I don't know how to explain it, but the stuff that spreads, uh, like oh, gradually, sure. the longer you just leave it, it'll uh, engulf a yeah, larger, there, larger. There, there are certain enemies that. that spawn little. Basically, they take up a tile of the game world of just like little yeah. things that if you touch them, you damage them. If you shoot them, they go away. But uh, over time, if you like leave these things to their devices, they'll yeah. sort of fill the whole room and mess with yeah. you. And the the first boss that is presented to you in the game has those on the ceiling. So mm-hmm. you kind of are incentivized to kill the boss fast because yeah. the top of the room is filling out with uh, nasty fleshy bits. And uh, so then you lose the ability to jump very high. If the, you know, the ceiling is full of all this stuff. Um, yeah, I think, I think the art is executed super well. The, the only thing I might, uh, like the only criticism I might have is, uh, maybe the player character should not be the same color as the enemies. Yeah, I, I have uh, the same at least thought. once you get in the, once you get in the suit, uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. Cause, cause, because you are supposed to be like, it makes sense to be the same color. Cause you are yeah. literally the same biomass, but then yeah. yeah, the suit would be a great sort of, um, place to have the color be different that would still you know match yeah have it have it stand out it was it didn't happen a lot but there were a few times that i got a little bit lost and in general this game isn't happening fast enough for you to get uh get lost and confused at which one you are but there Mm -hmm. is one part where you fight another uh sort of suited jet-packed uh character with a gun and uh, during that part, especially if you have the upgraded armor that looks exactly the same it's, yeah, as it's that identical. character's it's the same armor. Model, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's kind of yeah. like, all right, and which one's which? Neither of us got to this part, but the end game, when you fall into the fleshy part, uh, uh-huh. it seemed as though you'd be a little yeah. too close to the background. Sure, uh, sure. Color in that point. Which, I but mean, it, but, uh, uh, that does have a kind of, like, tension behind it, which is just that sure. it, it's supposed to, like, that place is supposed to be super unsettling. And, you know, yeah. not be able to see yourself perfectly is actually yeah. maybe helps that. But well, something. yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was just about to say is that's a, a testament to the the artistic choices of the game. Also, is like as you progress deeper into the ship, it's like more and more of it is taken over by the. Yeah, exactly. Pinkish, reddish, fleshy gunk. And so you kind of feel like you're in the in the heart of darkness or something, you know, the, this nasty. Yeah. Fleshy. I feel yeah. like again, that's a thing that alien has like the, the movie where at the end of the movie down in the basement of the ship, that's all slimy and gross. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the pink color here is very similar to like the chest buster. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, okay. So another thing I want to talk about, um, was the, the design choices that didn't make it in. Uh, cause the, the creator mm. talks a little bit about them in their, uh, responses to some comments on the itch page and i thought a couple of them Mm -hmm. were kind of interesting so you may have noticed on the map that uh some of the rooms have an r on them Mm -hmm. um uh and that doesn't refer to anything in game because there was originally going to be locations in game to recharge your suit 
Gotcha. Uh, so you would have just your suit or your gun as well. Do you um, know? let's see. He describes my suit rechargers. So I think just your hmm. suit. Um, okay. so the idea is you can, uh, you know, go back to that spot specifically. Sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That certainly would make it easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to decide how, how else that would change the game. I, I, it almost feels like that's not a hundred percent in the spirit of the, uh, yeah of the the yeah. deteriorating mechanic right because then it's yeah i guess I the question is like, how run base you want it to be because you want to be really run based sure. it's like no you shouldn't have recharges if you want it to be yeah. less so then that would be the way to do it yeah i actually think it like the the thing i wanted more than like a place to recharge my suit because recharge like recharging your suit sort of feels counter to the whole quote-unquote point right whereas uh the thing that i wanted was just uh other spawn points so that uh, I can be Check generated points, yeah, or something like that yeah. so- somewhere other than uh, that first room, because at a certain point I'm just like running through levels where I've already been and there's yeah. like no enemies here. It's not really uh, all that interesting to be like, yeah, they're, it back they're cleared out there. and it's totally just a, a run. Yeah. yeah or, yeah. or even uh, just, you know, shortcuts like, um, like you get through like the, there's a kind of like, um, center spreading outward uh shape to the whole map like you your starting point is kind of in the middle and you kind of go around it uh it seems like you could just add a door that you unlock on one end and then it oh sure once you've opened it it stays open and you can go back from your spawn point yeah this Um, this this could also work um uh relatedly to that so so part of the reason um, that's another thing that uh, kind of had to do with the the short time frame, and they were kind of you know just trying things as they went. Um, another thing that they changed last minute was mm-hmm. um, the room clearing was originally not a thing, so oh, <laughs> everything would stay. And I think that 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 sort of communicates to me that the original intention was like a very run based game where it really was like every time you respawn it respawn it's as if you were starting over um yeah the but they just found that it was almost basically impossible to to do yeah sounds like it it'd be too easy to die uh and so they had to to change that and also it sort of removes that tactical consideration that i was talking about earlier about intentionally just running through some rooms where enemies are alive like if if that is no longer a choice, you just have to You'll do it. You'll do that anyways. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And no, that yeah, it that's, that's a good point. That that interesting choice uh, depends on you having the option of doing it the other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All this point. to say, I'm actually curious. It seems like I was reading some of the itch comments. It seems like Brainos is uh, going to do at least one more build of the game. That's mm-hmm. like, all right, I pushed out something in 72 hours and there was the game jam and voting and now i'm gonna polish up some things i'd be curious if they make uh, any any larger changes than that or if they take this idea further because i i definitely think that there is uh, potential here for some uh some really cool stuff and even what's here is is uh is is cool it's a, it's a little hard for a, a little weenie boy like me uh, <laughs> but <laughs> But it's uh, it's still really cool. And I ended up after watching the video, I was like, man, I should have kept going. If I would have got that second suit, I think I would have had the I might it might have given me the gumption to to power through because yeah. I, I literally died in the room before you get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found the the thing that conquered me was the other dude, the other dude in the suit. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I was trying to fight him with uh, like my armor getting worse and worse. And I got down to one pip and then I tried to go the other direction into the room with the eyeballs. And it was like, I could have kept playing, but I would have had to basically restart, reset my character, uh, you know, like Mm -hmm. reset the game uh, back so that I could have like full armor and gun again. Exactly. And I was just kind of like, yeah, it's a little more than I wanted. That's the the fact that that's a decision that you sort of consider anyways is another reason why I think that there's something sort of naturally run based about this. Yes, for sure. Even if it, you know, only partially enacts it in this version of the game, because it's like, Uh you know, um, you, you eventually have hurt yourself enough. You know, the, the regression mechanic, you know, a side effect of that is that you like want to delete your save, you know, you, you yeah, don't, you, you don't lose cut progress, your losses you know, and bail, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, there's no, no progress to, uh, to be made continuing. So yeah. Sure. Um, right. Well, do you have other thoughts on uh, biomass or shall we tell the people about what we're going to play next week? Uh, that is, that's all I had. So let's, let's talk about the game next week. So next week we'll be playing a game. Uh, maybe I should let Blake say it. Uh, uh it's called, uh, Petarimubu, which yes. uh, is uh, sort of, uh, if I'm if I'm uh, believing reading this website right, uh, that is Google translated, so uh, <laughs> trust it uh, as you will. But uh, you know, pedal remove. This is a Japanese game. The website where it is hosted is all in Japanese. All the text in the game is Japanese. However, I uh, I sent the leak to Jordan and he played it for thirty seconds and became immediately obsessed. So we decided to play it for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it'll so, be. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be different because we'll you know we'll have trouble uh, <laughs> communicating with the the creator over like Twitter and stuff. But we'll mm. uh, we'll check it out. It should be interesting. It's a game where you play as a strange plant creature with four limbs that stick to walls. And you move around by shooting them at the walls. And it was, uh, I interacted with it for two minutes and it was immediately engrossing. So, uh, yeah. so we're going to play it. I, w- I wish, I wish the listeners could hear <laughs> your reaction because it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was very enthusiastic. Let's just put it that way. It's, I was, it's like, one I was of those... like, this game's cute. We should maybe play this. And then you were like, oh my God, uh, this is incredible. It's yeah. So it's funny. You know, some games is just like the core, me- like movement is so good that it doesn't even matter. You know, you could be playing in a blank white space and it'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be fun to use. I think this game might be in that category. So, wow. Uh, wow. We'll find out next week. I, yeah, I guess. We'll see if I commit to that, that statement uh, in the following one uh, next week. But um, if you'd like to listen to that episode, uh, you should follow us uh, on Twitter at EdgeyardCast. Uh, that's where we, we tweet out links to the new episodes. So if you want to be getting podcast updates, that's the place to get them. Um, we also tweet out links to all the games we play as well as uh, Twitter handles of the creators if they have a Twitter so you can kind of follow the people who get featured on the podcast and see what they're up to, what uh, what new games they're working on, that sort of thing. So um, we'd definitely love to have you follow us. Uh, you can get those kinds of updates, be part of the conversation. If you even have uh, games that you'd like us to to consider on the podcast, you think it would be a nice fit for EdgeGuard, uh, we'd love to hear them. So. Follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. We'll be playing Pedal Remove uh, or Pedal Remove Boo uh, next week. Um, And we will talk to you then.